You can't go for a third and six on your own 50 in the fourth quarter with six minutes left up the middle and then go for it on fourth and six uh, when you should be punting. That's a horrible coaching call by Sataki. Don't extend him. I'll tell you what excites me the most about Utah from last Saturday's win against Washington State was the emergence of Solomon Enos. Finally, they're throwing to him consecutively. I think he's going to be the real deal. Join the big show Friday, October 4th from 3 to 6. Is Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. will be live in studio to discuss an FDA-approved breakthrough and permanent solution for ED with no pills, surgeries, or needles. All right, again, some of your feedback there. Football fans waking up, weighing in on the weekend. You know, we can go over the BYU defeat 50 different ways, um, and we probably will. It's a bye week, so we got two weeks to talk about it. But I think the number one thing with BYU right now, and you got to circle it, and I know quarterback's a big story, and I know there's decisions throughout the game, but they are not, they are not stopping the run this year. They're not stopping the run repeatedly, week after week. They are in the bottom 20 teams in the country in run defense. They are giving up 200 yards on a regular basis. They will never have the sustained victories that they want, of course, weeks, months, all that stuff, if you're giving up over 200 yards a game. That's just way too big a number. And we hear this from coaches all the time. Kyle Whittingham must have said it 50 times. And, you know, Kalani and Kyle share a brain when it comes to defense. Got to shore up the defense against the run. If you don't do that, you may escape a couple weeks and outscore people, but you're going to get beat. That 200-yard number is just way too big. I think it was 240 against Toledo. So that's your number one pro- problem? I, I would say that's a number one problem. And I know they've had a quarterback injury. And you're right about spring ball. At least Hall got that. And it's not everything. It's not much. We've, we've talked about how it's, uh, um, you know, it's just a different attitude in the spring. And you can talk to people. And guys aren't off limits. And practices aren't closed. But it's still better than nothing. It's something. At least there was that. But if they're going to give 220, 240 yards a game, they're going to have to score 35, 42 points every week to win. You're just setting too high a bar. They, well, you they should have scored that against Toledo. They absolutely left points on the field against Toledo. And that third and six call, I remember it well. I yeah, you didn't that. like it. I was in your column this week. I it saw was that. a head shaker. And, so, and there's a lot of that stuff. And, a lot of, and, you know, should they have been aggressive and throwing the ball and going for the win, or should they have been running out and getting overtime? And we can talk about a lot of stuff. And that's all fair. All that stuff's important. But it is really hard in football to overcome giving up 200 yards. And, you know, I hadn't made a big deal about it. The numbers were there in the first month, but you got all these Power 5 teams, and, and you go overtime, that can inflate numbers. Uh, they had three, what, they had two overtimes in Tennessee and one against USC. So there's more snaps, and that's inflating numbers. But you go to Toledo, and you got the lead, and they get to run their way back into the game. That can't happen. It just can't. And it did. Uh, yeah. I... I I don't think that's a singularly a problem. I would agree it, that it, there isn't one singular yeah. problem now. I would just put that at the li- top of the list of problems. Yeah, you still found ways, not that Tennessee's good, but SC's decent, and you found ways to to win those games, and then you go on the road to Toledo. You keep sh- I, Brian Keel put it out on Twitter, and I agree, be, agree completely. It's the one step forward two steps back cliche that yeah. is just driving everybody nuts. But there's good news. What's that? When was the last time BYU beat Utah? Uh, it was uh, 2009 in overtime. Last name of the quarterback? Hall. 
<laughs> That's it. That's... Who's starting this next game? Jaron Hall. <laughs> There's a hallway. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Did you just come up with I that? Or you been sitting on that? Okay, no, good. All right, that's good. I never. I, sit, I rare. No, I shouldn't say never. I rarely sit on anything. But no, I just popped into my head. I. I, I can't. I can't break it down. <laughs> <laughs> I know the offensive coaches are upset with the number of times that Wilson has been smacked, and they got to correct that with Hall. So they don't get the backup hurt, and then you're really... Yeah, they just don't like the... The hits are taken. Uh, yes. Yes, exactly. You yes. just don't want your quarterback hit that often. We just right. had Gary Anderson on talking right. about, well, the thing you can do is you can run your quarterback in the red zone, but we don't want to do that. Yeah. Because they don't want to get Jordan Love Right. Right. So, hopefully the hallway is the way Let's <laughs> <laughs> not... We're in the rot, the room of truth. We are in the rot. <laughs> Thanks for remembering and that. And it's we decaying that, often. <laughs> <laughs> I took a beating on Twitter this week. I got, I, I got to mess around. What it, you think? I don't know. Really, just out of the blue. I mean, Twitter I is a place for negativity, <laughs> and it's the few voices, uh, not I the many. I don't know. And it still sucks when you're on the receiving end of it. I think a lot of it is my rep, and I can say, man, the sun is shining today. And people don't believe Yeah, what, what's wrong with him? And so, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I it's the, the thing I saw on Twitter, and I get it. I just don't get as much as you do. But, you know, I get some because I get tagged in some of the stuff with you. I was surprised. And I feel bad for you. I was surprised. I don't think you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you do at all. I think I trust more what Gary Anderson is saying than what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I man. think frustration I of BYU losing. I get that, except I was surprised at how many angry Ute fans there were. At what? And, and you won. Angry Ute fans over what? Over multiple stuff. Sometimes I can't tell. Over us not giving Huntley enough credit. I got tagged in a lot of the stuff you did. I'm like, really? I'm saying the guy's conference MVP right now. Now, it's just right now. I'm going to go to November. Right. But right now, the kid's at the top of his game. And I've always liked the kid. I like the kid because he did something different. He chose a different path. A black kid out of Florida coming to Utah and finding getting a degree, finding success on the field. I love the different story. I'm the different story. My dad was a janitor. I may have mentioned it. I paid for my own college. I may have mentioned I'm the I'm the underdog. This white privilege stuff, yeah, I have some of it, but putting my white privilege on uh, the levels of some people around here who have their white privilege, it's not the same. And it uh, lessens the the climb I had to make and the climb that Tyler Huntley is making. I love that type of story. So I'm a huge fan of that kid. I guess some people hear what they hear. We know that. Well, there has been a debate about who the best quarterback in the state right is. Right now it's Tyler Huntley. Right. He's not turning the ball over. He's sensational. Was, I, I, I like his interviews because he just gets right to the point. And sometimes you actually prefer a longer quote for multiple reasons. But even when he gives a short quote like he gave Saturday, and it's, uh, um, you know, what do you like best about your way to play? Taking care of the ball. 
<laughs> it just got right to it. And basically, it's like he sat in a million meetings and been told a million times not to turn it over. And he's not turning it over now. And that doesn't mean he doesn't love 50-yard touchdown passes, but he knows when he knocks, walks into a meeting, he's not getting yelled at for this. They're not running some play back and forth like, well, what were you thinking? Why did you do this? Yeah, you I know, that? but I, I think there's more than that. I remember a couple years back, it's probably four years ago now, when Travis Wilson went down to Tempe and they lost an OT. Mm-hmm. They didn't turn the ball over, but they didn't do anything I either. Know, I know. Here he's doing yeah. something. He's not just not and turning I, the ball over. And I agree with he's that. He's getting the ball downfield or getting the ball in the end zone. But he, his interviews, he makes me laugh. He just, he's just, I, there's just something about him. The whole thing this week when they went up to him, and if you weren't there, the video is still out on Twitter. You could see it. And then the reporters go up and ask him if he's playing. It just cracks me up. And then he goes out and plays this game, and he probably wasn't 100%. He's probably got some injury they don't want to talk about. And if you tell him, you know, that, you know, your, your shoulder or your knee or your ankle certain whatever, somebody's going to hit it. So I get why they don't want to give everything up, even when we can figure half of it out just because we're watching the games. But his attitude is like, I'm dressed, <laughs> I'm playing. You see me. <laughs> and, you know, and I blinked to make sure it was him and there, not some hologram. There was a time in the middle of his junior year where I thought he was starting to get beaten down by all of it, and I think he was, but somehow he kind of came to terms with it and just let it roll off his back. You know, They kind of made him the face of the program, and he had to answer for receivers not performing, Two years ago, not moving. Yeah, the idea of not having the coordinator speak, I think, is malfeasance, and I don't even know what malfeasance means. <laughs> it's it a bad idea, I know that. Yeah, I know the Sun Devils, the coordinators. Should talk every week. Do they at ASU? Twice. Twice every week? After every game. Uh-huh. And then they have their own individual press conferences sometime like Mon- uh, Tuesday, Monday or Wednesday. Tuesday or whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're held that's, accountable. That's good because there are a lot of questions, and they should be the ones who have to answer them. And to put it, yeah, they're getting five hundred thousand plus. I know. And so to put the player on the spot, and and I thought he was getting beaten down for that, and I kind of felt I bad was. for him because yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought he was in a he was in a bad spot. I agree. Uh, but they were seven and six. But yeah. somehow he's rolled with it, and maybe it's a combination of just him being older and winning more. And the more media he does, when he first started doing media, it was new to him, you know, and he's kind of got a handle on it now because he's done enough of it, and so. He, he just cracks me up. His attitude is good. I enjoy his and he's success. A, he's a low BS guy, too. Just, when it goes, Whereas I, I like to think of myself as a high BS guy. Well, that could be part of what's going on on Twitter there. And I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure Brad thinks the same. Brad, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? How are you, how are you guys doing? Doing good. great, Brad. So, PK, yeah. tell me something. How, how impressive did you see the quarterback of Utah. How was how impressive were you watching him? He was, he was totally different at the USC game. He was more aggressive. He was throwing the ball sharp. How you give me a, a grade and you tell me how you feel what you saw against Washington State? You're speaking of. I give him an A plus. He how many yards? Three thirty five. What was it? Oh. I got to look it up. It was a lot. He well the thing that I love is what Kyle said after the game. He said that he is our unquestioned leader of the team. And that's ideally you want your quarterback to be that. And Huntley being a senior and having his struggles as a sophomore and then getting his collarbone crushed last year and staying with it and coming back, and now he's on his third coordinator, and to have him flourish, this is one of the better success stories that that we have had here locally. So I think he's playing at a level that I would consider brilliant. Good job. 
<laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, if you could just be more positive, PK. Boy, I'm only reflecting what he's doing. I, I know that. 70% of his passes, so, 21 of 30 for 334 yards. Go ahead, Brad. So, so okay, now, now we look at the schedule. We should be winning every game, except when we go to Washington, we've got to be sharp. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Washington is a very good team. I'm worried about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone has to step up on that game. If we don't win that game, are we going to be are we going to be out of the championship? I don't think so. No, I I think it depends on what happens with SC and maybe ASU, Colorado. uh, Only uh, the Bruins have two losses, right? Everybody else has either zero or one. Yeah, I think think the scenario that would worry you is that, you know, Washington's really good. You go up there, you fight hard, you lose. Do you mess up another game? If you you don't mess up another game, if you don't lose another game. You should be okay. I believe you will. You have to beat Oregon State and beat the other four teams in the South. I believe you'll win the division at 7-2. And and you'll get another shot at Washington. Washington if you should lose to them on a neutral field in which if it's anything like last year the Ute fans will outnumber Washington so they'll have that advantage thanks for the call things are looking up Brad as much as it pains me to say (laughs) (laughs) and that's why you get negative and this is where you turn it and they start going after I know right uh, I'd much rather you suck it's way better radio if you guys were like three and six not actually true and the Jazz <laughs> find a way to win only 35 games. That makes me happy. <laughs> and BYU, things are changing. Why? Where there's a will, there's a hallway? I don't know. <laughs> it's the hallway. Okay. When was the last time they had a really phenomenal season? The last name of the quarterback was Hall. Now... Going forward here. Winning his quarterback in BYU history is that Hall. For all we know, Jaron might even surpass that because Max didn't get on the field till he was a sophomore. What grade is Hall in? Redshirt freshman. People, Cougars, <laughs> Yuck. back this up. <laughs> Hump day. <laughs> what day is it? Hump day. Redshirt freshman. You didn't exactly say it with enthusiasm, but that's okay. <laughs> Going forward. Do you like this? Should I pray? BYU fans, rally around me on the app right now. The hallway. Is this a line that I should pursue? No. Yeah, you're not a BYU fan. <laughs> you're right. You're a Santa State fan. <laughs> That's true. Were they off this week? I didn't even see the score. They had a bye. Okay, I was wondering. That's why there was no score to okay. see. The hallway. Is this the path <laughs> to success, to finally beating Utah? The hallway. I, the more I say it, the more I love it. The hallway. Yes or no? BYU fans. The hallway. So when people tweet at you and irritate you and say you're a blowhard, they're not. Yeah, but that's okay. Completely off face. Not you're arrogant. You're a. a uh, I, uh, what rhymes with the P word? Rick? And put a P in front of it? Yeah. You can't say it? Yeah. And that's just not true. I know. Those, the personal attacks. Yes. If you want to say I'm a blowhard and have fun with me, I'm all for it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but you have significant amounts of self-doubt for people who don't know. Yeah, but the, the idea of, you know, I said that was a nice heave-ho to heave-ho, and a lady came back to me, oh, you really like that one, huh? <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> And uh, Maroney poo-poo towel. He's so poo-poo towel. I'm okay with that. I'm just trying to have fun. But when you get back that, you're, you don't even care about your job, 
Those things hurt. What can I tell you? Those are poo-poo towel comments. So why let them take away all the fun? Why not just mute them? Well, then who am I? Any, anyone how does that work, though? You? But how Yuck, do I? Y'all so, can explain it. I know, you. but if I mute one, don't I have to mute all? No. Yeah, but I mute them after I read them. Right. So and the pain the, is already but there. But you won't get the repeated, and I think you are getting some of the repeated. I don't know that. You should try muting. See if that works for you. Because there are people out there who enjoy you. Trust me, you know I look at the ratings all the time. I wasn't even on TV last night. You know I already looked at them. I'm not even going to try to lie to you. I'm not going to dodge. I've already looked at them. People like you. Uh, Yeah, but what about Sarah? She says she hates me, even when I'm talking jazz. And last night I thought I was way positive until I was smiling and laughing the whole time. (laughs) Well, they're undefeated. That's fine. Jeez, and why has she got to be so poo-poo-towed? You're not explaining some eight-game losing streak. (laughs) You're not trying to get to the bottom of that. I know, but they come after you on that when you're being happy and you're laughing and you're you're joyous? I I honestly think there are some people who go to Twitter, they got other issues in their life, and they're mad, and they just go rage against the machine. And, you know, you're out there, you got a lot of followers, so you get some of that. They suck. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm just, all I know I is you should stay on Twitter and in use the mute. or out and use the mute. And for the people who are over the top and overly personal, overly mean, then mute. Wait, them. Do you have to follow someone to mute them? Yuck! I think no. the answer to that's no. Right? No, you can just yeah. mute them. Yeah. yeah, I can show you. And but, then you can still do the because I I saw I was in and out of bag cutting highlights for people you know ESPN Plus not everyone can see it and so I'm throwing it I'm I'm looking at Twitter I'm watching the game and I see you with the heave ho to heave ho and I'm like <laughs> PK because <laughs> 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 I could just see you sitting in front of your TV at home down there <laughs> boom send I just know how you are we're well, supposed to have fun with it it's I freaking totally, sports I totally agree and I don't think it was wrong but it's just like knowing you, I can see you laughing at your joke as you think, do I really want to push sin? Yeah, I do. I thought it was Tweet it. fairly humorous. I know. In a juvenile, immature, bizarre exactly. sort of way. I know. I know. Harmless. And that's why I giggled when I saw it. And from now on, things are looking up for BYU. Why, guys? <sighs> Should have gone to break a while ago. This is my it's fault. It's the hallway. Yuck, I'm Max par- and Jaron. Yuck, I'm part of the problem, not the solution, right? Forget you magic this. happens. Do you really this. want me to go into it? The new one, the <laughs> hallway. Uh, do you really want me to go into it? Well, of course we do. Look <laughs> go ahead. It. I mean, look at us. Of course we do. It's going to be nothing but sunshine and rainbows for the Cougars. The hallway. All right, DJ PK is brought to you in part by Syringa Networks. Verizon customers, if you're recently notified that some of your telecommunications services will no longer be supported, contact Syringa Networks. Syringa is Utah's fastest-growing premier telecommunications provider. They have a full range of services. Call them today at 385-420-7881. That number again, 385-420-7881. That's Syringa Networks. Big Show, Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Are you ready? You guys ready? I love you, baby. Does that sound good? Do you think that would work? I love you, baby. Nope. Your Chester Shadows voice is not... What do you mean? That's sexy. No, see, it's not that. I'll bet you there are women out there who love Chester Shadows. Nope. Peggy's on the line. Get uh, Peggy on the air. Hi, Peggy. What do you think about Gordon's Chester Shadows character? You know what? I think it's kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, Peggy. That's not what you're supposed to say. Sorry. Chester didn't like that at all. So, well, 
neither did Peggy. <laughs> Turn this out. Catch the Big Show, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Look, I don't know if this new quarterback helps BYU's chance of beating Utah, but as an Aggie fan, I can tell you there's no way in Hall it's going to help him beat the Aggies this year. No way in Hall. Who was that? That was Austin. Oh, right, Austin. Austin. I'll give it to you. Austin, good work, Austin. Hey, the hallway, man. <laughs> You're going to Hall. All right. Well, the BYU-Utah BYU, <laughs> BYU State game is still a little ways out there in the future, so we can Look get, forward to that. get to that when we get there. All right, stuff we've been talking about this morning. We did have the Aggie coach on, Gary Anderson, and he did talk about falling behind three times, but it's kind of the culture, the expectation. The guy's put in all the work. The rah-rah speech isn't really what turns the game around. Every once in a while, one of those hits, but that's not usually what gets it done. And, and he went berserk over the strip fumble touchdown. His favorite play of the game. It's the effort plays. It's well, that one. And, runs 40 yards yeah. or 60 yards, whatever, whatever said, it was. downfield and yep. makes a play. Sure, I get it. Because those types of things, you know, it's fortunate the ball came loose, but it's not fortunate. It's not good luck that you recovered. It's well, for, good fortune you did, but not good luck. Yeah. I think on that strip, a couple things happened. One, you know, coaches always say run to the ball, rally to the ball, that stuff. You know, there was, I, I don't even have to go back and count, four, five, six guys in there standing it up, and then one guy goes in and pops the ball loose. A lot of guys are doing the right thing, and then you make the big play. It's not just one guy, usually. The ultimate team game and all that stuff. So despite the fact uh, they made a mess of it and they turned the ball over too much and they threw a pick six, in the end, Utah State wins by 10 at home and they're 2-0 and in the Mountain West. Good start. Good start, yes, absolutely. Long way to go, but good start. Wasn't, wasn't completely sure they'd be 2-0 and at this point, and yet here they are. Other stuff we've talked about, BYU, uh, quarterback injury. It's significant time, Kalani Sataki says. They're waiting to get uh, updates from more medical people. But Yach's telling us uh, maybe we'll get a release on this. But how much are we going to be talking to Kalani this week, Yach? Nothing. What's, what's the word? Big fat zero. Zero. They have nothing available. You have availability today and tomorrow. Today and tomorrow that? afternoon, so 4.35 o'clock. I mean, they both have buys this week. Right. Kind yeah. of, shut, shut her down. Coincidental. Interesting. Whatever. Ironic? Maybe ironic is not the right word. Well, it's a double buy year, so it increases the odds, but still, it's pretty unusual. Mimi going out of town town. Yeah! Jason, warm weather and sunshine? It's calling me. There I can't. It is. I, you got to answer the call. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. The Utes. Tyler Huntley, can he play much better? 70% completion rate, 21 to 30. 334 yards. Two touchdowns, no picks, and he ran for a couple. But he didn't run a lot. He's doing so much better picking his spots. Just six carries, 31 yards. And diving into the end zone, avoiding the big hit. Excellent. Do not take the big hit. It is not necessary. Don't do it. And largely, with the exception of when Moss went out against USC, then he opened himself up and he ran a lot and he took some big hits. Well, that was almost like in a panic situation. Got to run around and try to make a play here. Got to, to try to win this game. Turns out, and I well, maybe not yet. You can't say it for sure. But in my mind, I didn't see that as the nail in the coffin. That was, that was a loss. You were you're going to lose, right? 
But don't lose to the team pick second that you'd be battling for. You know, if you lose yeah. to Cal, they were only pick second because somebody, somebody had to be. Somebody had to be. Yeah. You think second will end up being five and four, two or three games behind the Utes? Because in that case, it really it doesn't matter. I mean, it really only doesn't matter if he's only one game back. I hope for the conference sake that the second place team is above five hundred in conference. Five and four would do that. I would think somebody gets to five and four. I don't think the North's going to beat up the South that bad. But we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. Because the reason why I say that is because we only had two teams in the South over 500 last year. Bowl eligible, yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about right. the bowl eligibility. And, I mean, in conference, they were only on two teams. The first and second place winner were the Utes and the Devils, and then the other four didn't go. No, I had a bunch of five and seven. That looks bad. <clears throat> that lever reflects poorly on the conference. The big news in the conference, Chase Garbers, who have been playing well, and Cal was the last undefeated team in the league, and he's scrambling, he gets tripped up, but he falls awkwardly on his shoulder, and he's out. We'll have to see for how long. But it didn't look good the way he was leaving the field with that arm tucked against his body. And you see the teammate tap him on the shoulder, you know, the sign of support, yeah, 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 not yeah. realizing that's the injured shoulder. He grimaced. Of, of all the things not to do, don't, don't hit that shoulder. And he just reached up and tapped him on the pads. We've he should have done it on the butt. He, and, on the butt or on the other shoulder? That was well. Not, he, he wasn't available because the way he was walking, he was walking by him. Yeah, he couldn't yeah. reach over. Yeah. yeah, you knew it was serious because Herm Edwards had to be standing right there and immediately signaled. Yeah, yeah, he knew. It, it, he basically fell right at his feet. Yeah, and it wasn't a big hit. I mean, it was an ankle tackle. It was, it was all about hitting the ground. Yeah, it, was, it just sucks for the kids. It just feels so bad. I don't have enough invested to want to win a game based on somebody's injury. Right. I'm not that big of a fan. So, how good did Washington look and how bad did USC look whenever there's a score like this early in the year? Do you think that was Washington's great news? Do you think that was USC's struggles? I didn't think SC looked all that bad. Just the turnovers? You have a third-team quarterback. Yeah. You're not going to win a lot of games with a third-team quarterback. That would be the assumption. You're going to win some games, and they beat the Utes. Give them credit. But that was at home. And things went your way because they only they lost 28-14. They did have a, a first and goal at the end there. You know, they obviously had to go for it. So they didn't punch it in, and then they get in the fourth down, and they didn't get it done. But I, it was a competitive game. With the weather sucking, I watched football all day. There's nothing else to do. Was it the right day to go mow the lawn? No, actually, I did it the day before because I saw... You knew it was coming. Yeah, because they talked about it, so I did it the day before. Uh, With that in mind, yeah, so I thought it was a competitive game. I get the problem with SC fans, and they're not about competitive games. They're about winning and losing. Winning, baby. Yeah. Ten wins in a bad year, Rose Bowl or playoffs in a good year. And I just go back to what somebody told me down in Los Angeles or Hollywood over the summer at the Pac-12 Media Day is watch out for Washington. They're going to be good. It's a question of when. Is it going to be the first month, second month, third month? Do they need a year? Um, They have talent, and Chris Peterson's a good coach, but these things take time, and the question is how much? Yeah. He's not going to become a bad coach. So many guys. Right. And then I'm talking. uh, So many NFL guys. Yeah. They're talking. Brian Brown, he does. He's a. This is the. What do you do? One of the dot-com things, and he is a part-time producer for us. So Saturday night, we're, I'm talking with him here, and he was we're talking about Washington, and he's saying, he's way into the recruiting, mm-hmm. and he was saying all these kids 
that Washington is getting, Utah wanted them, was just passionately trying to recruit them. But Peterson keeps, keeps winning. scooping them up. He just keeps winning the recruiting battles. Yeah. yeah. And now we know they got some five-star, what was it, linebacker D-end over the weekend who committed. And, and there's been a number of those kids who've left the program, have left the conference to go to other programs outside the back 12. We've seen Big Ten and SEC schools, yeah. yeah. So he was saying that Washington just really is cleaning up on these things. He knows more about the high school recruiting than I do. And you're seeing it manifest because they're putting so many kids in the NFL uh, off defense their offense hasn't been a juggernaut by any stretch, but their defense has been really good, and they, they played well. I think it's more about Washington playing well. They're scary. They're, the, I'm picking them to win it again right now. Could change. It's not but, a bad pick, and I see where you're going with that. But they still got to play I, Oregon, obviously. Right. And I would just say that if that game was more about Washington than USC, what are the odds USC is going to finish 7-2 and two or 8-1? and one? If they finish eight and one, the Utes are doomed. If they finish seven oh, and two, I, I, don't, I don't think I, they are. Right, but did they get beat by a great Washington team with a, with a great performance? Or I don't think it's Washington a B is plus, great right now. So B plus Washington beat C C plus B minus USC. Yeah. Okay. Because C plus B minus USC will probably, for all the reasons you said, third string quarterback, everybody gets up for them. Uh, you know, there could be more turmoil if they get led by Notre Dame. They might have another quarterback injury. Who knows? Then they'd have to play a walk on. Well, then they're done. Right. Exactly. So if USC is going to go to six and three or five and four, then forget my uh, up the rocky path around the you know hanging on the edge of the cliff stuff. That, uh, I expect but, them to go six and three. But. You think USC will go six and three? Wouldn't surprise me. Okay, if they go six and You're three, thirteen quarterback now. Yeah, if they go six and three, then the Utes can lose one more game, and they have issues on defense. Right. Oh, I think seven and two will win the Utes the division. Eight and one, USC no question in my mind. Right, SC will so, drop another game. Seven and two. I still think they because get it at done. the start of the year when I picked ten and two, I thought Washington, Washington State, they get one, they lose one. Cal's got a good defense. They got to go to SC, and for whatever reason, ASU's have their number, and they're going to lose one of those three games, and that's fine. why I put them at ten and two. Yeah, so as long as they get Cal and ASU, and as long as I'm not wrong about Colorado, Arizona, and UCLA, and Oregon State, no, I would only they had those all as wins. Uh, yeah, but you've Washington been saying stuff forward. that's made me think that I underestimate Colorado. They got a good quarterback. They got a couple of good receivers. They okay, not saying it's going to be easy. Right, they have a good receiver and they have a great receiver. I think. Uh, and they got a good quarterback, you know. So maybe I shouldn't be taking all those games for granted. But that's still watching the Utes. And then they beat Washington State. I thought, okay, so now they're guaranteed the split. And maybe they go beat Washington. If they beat Washington, then the Utes are in great shape. Because I think, oh yeah, the level of play well, it will take back to beat the playoff. The level of play that it will take to beat Washington probably means they're good enough. They're gonna they're gonna blow through some of these other teams that for we're sure. sitting here talking about. Then they're looking at twelve and one. 11 and 1 yeah. in a regular season and see what they do in the title game. I think the way I forecast it is that Colorado game will be for the division, not necessarily for Colorado's sake, but, but for, for Utah. They'll need to win that game. They will game. not they have won't. a clinch going in. No. Right. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 the zone. That's a lot of the stuff we've been talking about. Jazz Media Day today. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. This is where it starts, people. They had their, uh, what was it, Friday, where the, the media goes out media and plays? Training and the camp, media training camp, right? I shouldn't have broken that backboard. I should that's, have just laid it up. That's, that's a good point.
Your hops are spectacular. So now it's all the interviews today. They start at 1 o'clock today. You'll hear a bunch of them. And then they start practicing, and then we've got preseason games, and then it's on. It's kind of like a little three- or four-week deal here. Here we go into the NBA season. All right, DJ and PK, that's the stuff we've been talking about. We didn't hit any of the NFL, but some of the teams that are juggernauts uh, offensively, it didn't, didn't happen. Mahomes didn't throw a touchdown pass, although they did score a bunch of points. That's overrated. Brady, 150 yards passing, no touchdowns, but their that defense. That says more about the Bills. Yeah, their defense got the still got them to win. And then the Cowboys lose 12-10. That surprised me. In the Dome, in prime time, the Saints the have the magic the crowds into just, it. Uh, almost a non-factor completely. Yeah, what do you rush for? Less than 50 36 yards? 36 yards, something yeah. like that. All right. Slacker Radio Headlines brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, in Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com. Your feedback next. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Coach Mack, you're the Utah head coach again, and you've got your Pac-12 schedule. You're playing BYU as a non-conference. Mark Harlan comes to you, and he says, Coach Mack, got an opportunity to get a home-and-home home with the Florida Gators, but we got to drop the BYU Cougars. There's no way you drop the Cougars. Really? No. Not for Florida. What do I care about Florida? You recruit there. It's put you on a big-time stage. I'm going to repeat this again. What do I care about Florida? I, I think it's big for your program. I think it gets you... T- Talked about nationally that uh, doesn't otherwise. I care more about playing BYU than I care about playing Florida because I was raised in the BYU Utah rivalry, and so maybe I'll drop somebody else, but yeah. I'm not dropping BYU. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah's like the kid at the public swimming pool who climbs the high dive rung by rung, step by step to get up there to impress the girl of his dreams. And now he's up there by himself. Is he going to freeze up or is he going to pull off a dive that would make Pocahontas jealous? Let's go, devils. PK, I'm surprised at you. Of all people, would let somebody get to you on social media. I've listened to you for a lot of years, and this is a first. PK, I'm surprised at you. Of all people, would let... Time for your feedback, and it is brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only $3.59 per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. Don't let people troll you, PK. You be you. All right, fetch them all. There you go. You'll use the mute button, it'll be fine. I'm a CDL driver, so I'm tuned into the zone all day, long listening. And I think DJ and PK personally have the best show. So Next is Hans and Scotty, so back off Patrick, haters. <laughs> <laughs> that came in from Patrick. I'm going to mute you, 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 and you. I don't even know you, and I'm going to mute you. <laughs> All right, so got a lot of people responding to the question we were talking this morning about uh, the Utes. Is there a reason the Utes won't win the Pac-12 South now? You saw them beat Washington State. I think we all thought that game would be a hurdle. And the Utes cleared it in the second half with ease. And Mike says, yeah, they don't have the tiebreaker against USC. They still got to play SU, Cal, and Washington. So there's the reason. I get it. I get it. It's not going to be easy. I understand that. But how's that any different from what we thought of in June, July, and August? They were still going to have to play those teams. Neither of us or any of us really picked them to go undefeated. Right. 
So they were probably going to lose since we didn't pick them undefeated. I, I have to say, even though I put SC in the Cal ASU category, I thought they were going to win that game. And that would put them a game in front of SC with it. I kind of thought winning the division could be pretty easy. And it isn't once you lose to USC. Maybe it'll turn out to be. But man, if they'd beaten SC, it definitely I expected been. a loss somewhere along the line in the South. And SC was probably the most likely. So they lost. They went zero and one. Okay. It happens. But there's still enough talent to overcome it. And especially now, I would feel less inclined to be as pause if JT Daniels was still playing. Because that means if JC, JT Daniels is still playing, then you also probably have your second team guy available. So if he does right. go down. But having, literally, he went down in the first half of the first game. You did. So now with their third team quarterback... Even though that he did beat him, you got to give him credit. The Rat Fink got it done. I still think it's favorable to Utah, particularly the way they responded. The way they responded Saturday night, I don't think it could have been more impressive, realistically. Because it was over in the third quarter? I thought it was domination, yes. And very from the very first drive. Utah, I know Utah didn't score in that first drive. But they went right down the field. Right, they looked great. Dropped a TD pass, missed a field goal, came up empty. And yet they didn't let that set them back. No. Kept rolling. Uh, Greg says, PK, don't leave Twitter. Those scathing comments are from fake accounts created by Adam Whatzisvich. I knew it. (laughs) I knew that. He did not. Fake accounts. That would get me some of those. Oh, man. Then I can really cut loose, huh? Burner accounts, baby. Let's go. He came with a burner account. <laughs> Kevin Durant status. I have to come up okay. with a name for one of my fake accounts. Okay, I'm going to put that on Facebook after the show. Patrick Schminahan. As soon as this is done, I'm going to go on, and we're done here in like a minute. I'm going to go on Facebook. We'll put that up there. What should then give us names for PK's burner accounts? I'm one for you, too. That is going to be... Very entertaining. I never thought of doing anything of the such. Nor are we going to, but that doesn't mean that our listeners won't make us laugh. And I'm not PK, I swear. (laughs) Funny. All right, DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Tony and Austin are coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow.